You're listening to Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. Find out how you can support us at sunriserobot.net slash support. Shelby. <laughs> uh, Polly's also here. <laughs> yep, yep, here I am. Yeah, and we're going to get started with episode 42 of Likely Story. Is it really 42? Oh, goodness sakes, I hope so. <laughs> uh, yes, it's 42. Pretty sure. Yeah, no, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. We're off to a fabulous start. Uh, huh. um, what's up? What's going on lately? Oh, you know, I have red hair now. You do, and it's lovely. Thanks. Yeah. How are you feeling as a person with red hair now? Feel sassier. Do you? Not really, okay. but that's what people tell me. I was like, is that a thing that happens? <laughs> <laughs> I do have it. I feel like I have a different swagger about me. Yeah. Um, and it's still fun because I'm still like running into, and I'm sure this will happen for a while just because of the nature of my work, but like running into people that I haven't seen yet. And they're like, you went red. And it's always, (laughs) it's like exciting again. Yeah. (laughs) That seems fair. Yeah. It's super cool. That's awesome. And see it on Instagram. Yes, you can. At Polly and K. Yep. On Instagram. Nope. No. Nope. What is... Nope, that's not it. It's Polly AK. Oh, yeah. It is Polly AK. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I... What's going on with you? I have a very important story to tell. Okay. Um, I am, like, still... I'm not super riled up about this, but as I tell it to you, I feel like you're going to get super riled up about this. <laughs> Okay. So be prepared. Ready. Um, so last weekend, Mike and I went out with our friends, Benji and Megumi. Um, and as you will know, Benji is a sponsor, supporter, of Sunrise Robot. Um, anyway, so we went out with them and we went to this concert and we went out afterwards. And um, we're on this like strip in downtown Columbus where there's a bunch of restaurants and bars and all this stuff. And so it was pretty easy and we were trying to decide where to go. And we, um, I don't, I don't want to say the name of the restaurant cause I'm about to get like very angry about it. And I don't know that I want to call them out specifically yet, but, <laughs> um, we'd been to this restaurant. It opened a couple months ago. We went there on opening weekend and it was like lovely. We went for a super early dinner And the food was really good. The service was great. Like, it was a really cute kind of, like, industrial, um, uh, what's the right word? Like, industrial architecture mixed with, you know, like, just typical of, like, I don't know. We kind of call it the Lumineers Bar because we just feel like if, like, the (laughs) Lumineers had a restaurant, this is what it would look like, you know? Like, all of the, like, barn wood and everything, but then, like, industrial styling for lamps and fixtures and whatever. Got it. Anyway, the point is it was lovely. We went back there because we knew they had a dessert menu and that's what we were going for was dessert and drinks. And we get there and we sit down and we have a view 
um, off to the side of the restroom, which is, that is fine, whatever, because restaurants have restrooms. But it has this brand new sign hanging up over the doorway, and it says restroom. And then it is like the picture of the like silhouettes, like the typical male and female silhouettes with Uh a dividing line in between them, except it was the man looking over, (gasps) like standing on the dividing thing, looking over onto the woman's side. No, I cannot make this shit up. No, so that's ridiculous. Yes. So we all see, like I saw it because it was like right in my line of sight, like diagonal for me. And I started flipping out and I was just like, you guys, what is happening? Like, am I interpreting this in any other way other than this restaurant feels it's appropriate that men can just look in on women in the restroom and it's funny and hilarious and okay. Right? Like, so we had a long discussion about it, and we we were all convinced that that they didn't have that sign when we were there before. Because, like, we remember all, like, looking for the bathroom before we went, and it was a smaller sign that was harder to find. And so we're, like, just talking about it, and I am just, like, I just, this is creepy. This is inappropriate. Like, it's super offensive, um, and we start looking around and like, it has definitely in the few months it's been opened at least after, I don't know, we had dinner there at like five thirty or six last time. Like, I don't know if after eight, it just turns into a very like bro bar, but like, th- th- like the, everyone in this bar and, um, Megumi asked the waiter, so we had, so he would like, was dropping off stuff and she was just like, Hey, you know, I don't, like, I forget exactly what she said, but it was basically like, I don't want to make this super awkward, but could you maybe talk to us a little bit about the restroom sign? And yeah. he like, honestly looked like he was panicking. <laughs> like he was like, um, I mean, a lot of people think it's really funny. And he's like, but, but it's not funny. it doesn't seem like you guys do. And we were just like, Mm-mm, no, nope. no. And he's like, to be honest, I didn't even notice it till like last week. And we've had a ton of people comment about how funny they think it is. And like, we see people taking photos under it and stuff. And I, and I'm just like, st- I am seriously just staring Ridiculous. at him the entire time. Like, I'm going to flip out because, and so I tried to get a photo to send to you, Yeah, but, and I will after I can send it, but it was too, we're too far away. So it's super blurry. Like once you know what it is, you can figure it out, figure it out, but it's super blurry. And Mike was like, well, do you want me to just go up and take a photo of it? And I was like, no, because then people are going to think we think it's hilarious and you're going to take a photo of it up close. Like, yeah, I was so pissed. That's ridiculous. Which, like, it's disgusting. I mean, we had fun and like our dessert was fine, but I will never go there again. No. And and like the guy, the waiter even said like, well, you know, like if you guys are like, if you don't like it or if you have any comments or if you feel offended or creeped out by it, like you can write down, like you can write down something about it and I'll give it to the manager. Like, 
Yeah. I'll give them anything you write down. And I mean, and they, like we were, they were kind of joking around with him and just, um, like trying to not make it like, obviously the waiter didn't pick the restroom. Sign. Yeah. No, he didn't. Um, yeah. Like, so he was, he was being as lovely as he could have, but yeah. I just like, I was just so disgusted and like, could it's not terrible. stop thinking about it. I have never seen a bathroom sign like that before no because it's disgusting and inappropriate and it promotes sexual harassment it like (laughs) and so that's it like then we were all says it says that it says that sexual harassment is okay and we endorse it and think it's funny here like we were all kind of joking like okay fine so one of you go to the bathroom and peek in in the girl's bathroom and then when they come and arrest you, be like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was okay here because the sign yeah. was promoting this. Yeah. Um, the sign made it seem like this. Yeah. So anyway, so we're going to pay and I just couldn't. Like we paid and we like gave the waiter a nice tip as we always try to. Um, but I did write a note on the slip <laughs> because yeah. they have to keep those. Um and I just said, like, this, I forget exactly. I should have taken a photo of it. Like, this, you have the creepiest bathroom sign I've ever seen. And it makes me feel completely unwelcome here. Or, like, something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. Like, I wasn't swearing. I wasn't disrespectful. No. But I I just don't understand. That makes and, me feel like I can't use the bathroom. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go to the bathroom. Also, I'm never going to come to your restaurant again. Yeah. And I've been seeing it like promoted on a bunch of stuff because it's one of the newer restaurants on this strip, which anyone from Columbus can probably, with powers of deduction, figure out what I'm talking about. But yeah. like, I just want to be like, no, St- like anyone in an authority role at that restaurant who made this decision, I have grave concerns about like, their respect for women and humans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I just had to... Makes me angry. I had to share this. I've just never, like, if anyone else has seen something like this, please... I've just never seen that before. No. And I was, like, it's, just in it's shock. so inappropriate. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm sorry that you had to see that. It was just <laughs> weird. It's just weird. And then it made me sad because I do feel like it was just a restaurant full of bros who like thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that's and not to like that's worse. I mean, not to stereotype. I'm sure some of them didn't. (laughs) I'm sure it's not all of them. (laughs) It felt like all of them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So anyway. What else is going on? Do you have anything better than a a restroom sign that promotes sexual harassment? Um, well, so last episode, I talked about the spiders in my bushes uh-huh. outside, um, and I have a weird update. Oh, no. Um, I have grown to have some admiration for the spider that I park my car next to. What? Why? Because he's just this little guy, and he worked really hard on his web, and I saw him the one morning, like, going at it, like, yeah. working really hard to repair some holes. You're so funny. 
and I he caught a little insect and he seemed really proud about it and excited to have a good meal and <laughs> <laughs> and I check in on him every day before I leave for work and every day when I come home from work and he's just there and he's not as spooky as he used to be. He doesn't run away when I shut my car door anymore. Okay. So I feel like we have this like equal footing. Yeah. We're like he's not going to mess with me. I he's in his He's not in my house, mm-hmm. so he can exist. And It's true. He's not he's, currently breaking the rules. No, he's not breaking the rules. And he's, you know, he's just working really hard at his spider life. Okay. Okay. So this does not quell my fear of spiders. <laughs> just this one in particular? Just this one is, <laughs> he's still disgusting. Like, I, even looking at him gives me the willies. But I just want to see what he's up to every evening. See if he's working on his web or if he's eating the insect or if he's just chilling. Yeah. Want to know what he's got going on. So I check in on him and. Okay. So did have some admiration. Okay. Um, what do you call him? Did, he doesn't have a name. No yet. name. Okay. No name. I haven't gotten to the p- place where I feel comfortable naming him. Yeah. Because he still creeps me out. Yeah. I'd probably go with something super original like Spidey. Spidey. Spidey would be good. <laughs> you know me. Super creative. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. So that's happened. Okay. The other bigger spider that really did creep me out, she has disappeared, and I don't know where she is anymore, which I worry means she's in my house. That just literally gave me the chills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly positive she's not in my house, but... <laughs> Now I'm concerned. (laughs) I think she's probably still in the bush, but her web got knocked down. And so there's only a little piece of it that's still up. So I think she's maybe reformed her web deeper in the the bush. She's relocated. I don't know, but I can't, I haven't found her and I don't want to go looking too deep because I don't want to like get all up in there Mm -hmm. because there's still spiders. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But yeah, so that's happened. So I have some admiration for... Spidey. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Uh, that's an update. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Creepy crawlies. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. We have some fall TV to talk about, but also at the end of our last episode, <laughs> kind of out of nowhere, I brought up the Bumble BFF. Yes. Should we talk and about I this never a little bit? <laughs> We should talk about this. We've had vastly different experiences. Um, so. so, okay. So I brought it up on our last episode, Bumble BFF. Um, Bumble is the dating site that is more kind of female friendly than, say, Tinder or some others. And in the spring, they rolled out um, a version that is for finding a friend, like for women to find women friends. And so when you like you log in and you set all of your stuff up, you set it to BFF mode and not dating mode. So after we got done recording the last episode, we both immediately downloaded the app and we're texting and talking and agreed to try it for one week. Yeah. And we're now we're two weeks in from our last episode. Yeah. And so I just like. I think I first want to preface this a little bit with there's um, an article that came out last year 
in the Atlantic, but it's been circling Facebook recently. So I saw it again and it just says how friendships change in adulthood. Um, and like, and I'm, I was reading through it and it was just like, oh man, you really shouldn't like read this when you're feeling like stressed and anxious about like moving away from all of your best friends. (laughs) (laughs) Um, because I mean, I think it's going through kind of, there's a hierarchy to relationships and it's really that your like romantic partner, your parents, your kids, like siblings, whatever, all come first. And yeah. then friendship in adulthood is below all of that. Um, and so then you can kind of take that through. And there's been like tons of surveys and research and study about this. But um, it can really go through like because friendship is voluntary. And so like to some degree there's more effort put in. Um, people change in different like ages and time periods of their life. And I think for us, there's also that like access of like, where do you meet new friends? Like you can meet them at work, you can meet them through your spouse or through other friends, but you're not in college anymore where most people meet all of their friends. (laughs) Um, And so thinking through, I don't know, it just, it was really interesting of like, this isn't just a phenomenon that like I'm experiencing and not that, that I would say like friends are, I mean, I guess friends are at the bottom, but that's not like, they mean nothing to me. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But it's just, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a different environment to try to make friends and have after moving to someplace new, I'm experiencing that all over again, the same as I did when I moved to Denver. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. So we tried cool. we tried Bumble BFF to make some new friends. Did. What your experience? <laughs> Should I talk about my experience? Why don't you talk about yours? <laughs> okay. So I joined and took forever to set up my profile and my my bio, which I'm actually going to my bio. Okay. I, I'm going to talk about other people's bios, and I want uh-huh. to compare and contrast, contrast to what I... So, I said, I'm a native of Western Pennsylvania, but have been in Colorado for seven years. I work in progressive politics. When I'm not working, I love to be outside, watching TV, and taking advantage of my class pass membership. You can find me and my cat pictures on Instagram. Um, and then you pick, like, up to six pictures mm-hmm. of yourself... Um, so I have a couple selfies, um, including one with Odie and one with Peachy, John's parents, one of John's parents' dogs, mm-hmm. and then a picture of John and I together on a hike. Um, and, like one of my pictures shows me in my Steelers sweatshirt, so it like insinuates that I'm into sports without yep. me having to say that I'm into sports and yep. so on and so forth. Um so it took me forever to figure all of that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, because how do you describe yourself in 300 characters? Um, also, this whole experience has made me really glad that I met John before ever having to, like, try online dating. Oh, my God. I, ugh. <laughs> it, okay. Um, so I, I'll just go through a little. Like, I put in, um, like, my age, that I'm a policy analyst, which is, like, sort of true. 
the university I went to and like what year I graduated. And then um, trying to figure out like an easier way to do this. I have a photo of me eating brunch, <laughs> um, a photo of Mike and I in our Broncos shirts, a photo with me and Felix, um, one of me at Rocky Mountain National Park out hiking, um, a selfie with a Walking Dead character, and then one um, of that like succulent plant workshop that I went oh, to. Cool. Yeah. So, but nice. Yeah. Like trying to find pictures that, and we can get into like why we decided one way or another on people, but yeah, I don't understand. Like I have so much respect (laughs) for people who not only take a risk and like do online dating, but that it also, I mean like my sister and her husband met through online dating and they're lovely and wonderful and like we love him yeah you know like yeah. a lot of friends met that way too and and it just like it worked out perfectly for them um yeah but i also remember like a couple of my friends like and my sister going through some like really horrible dates <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's just so like even just the decisions of like that that snap judgment sort of and like the bff version like it makes it a little bit better because you have six photos and there's a small profile um yeah so it's not like you're basing it on one photo of someone that doesn't do anything that wouldn't make any sense especially with like the bff but i do look at like i looked at the photos definitely for like the clue like context clues for their life like you were saying how you picked yours and stuff so yeah um so I started right away and, like, was obsessed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> very obsessed. <laughs> and at first I was super picky about who... So you swipe left for people that you're not interested in and you swipe right for people that you are interested in. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you found this to be true in Columbus, but something that I have found to be true in Colorado is that the profiles are very similar like everyone loves to be outside and everyone yeah. likes to go hiking and yep. there's not a lot of like indication of like okay are you the type of hiker that likes to climb 14ers on the weekend or are you the type of hiker that like maybe wants a little bit of a challenge but really is out there to like enjoy yeah. being outside and like chatting with a friend and yeah you know a little bit more about the experience and the exercise or whatever. Yeah. Um, I would say, so in the beginning I was also very picky and kind of still feel like I have been. We'll get to that after (laughs) your success stories. Um, But like for a while I was going through and like people who couldn't have even bothered to make a profile. Oh yeah. No. Were immediately like, okay, never mind. No, then, I like, swiped left on all of those. People. I saw a good handful of like really unique ones that were like very clear about like their Netflix binge watching or yeah. like being a feminist or volunteering with a certain group or like trying to give helpful things about like what their life is actually like. But then like yeah. I would say fifty to sixty five percent were I just want to have some girlfriends to like go to brunch and do happy hour and I love wine. And it's like, yeah, cool. But like, can we be friends? Cause I don't drink wine cause it makes me sick, but I like going to happy hour. 
Like, yeah. how, what is your love of wine like? I need more details. Yeah. Well, let's, like, some profiles were on this, so I'll, I'll hit this up. Like, sometimes it's like, I like boozy brunches and, like, craft beer. And I'm like, is, do you, like, and some people are clear about it. Like, some people are like, I like to party. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. That's, that's good, good for like, you. Yeah. That's not Be super for clear because then I will know Thank that you for- we won't be friends. <laughs> like, I don't have drinking anywhere in my profile. Like, yeah. Like, do I like craft beer? Yes, I do. But, like, do I like it so much that I would put it in a profile about myself? As a hobby? Like, <laughs> as a hobby? No. Like, yeah. I, you know, I don't drink on the weeknights really <laughs> or most weekends yeah for that matter yeah um but so it, you know and there were some other things like if every single picture was of the girl and her husband boyfriend fiance i would also swipe left oh, on those interesting because to me it's 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 just like okay i get like i have a picture with john he's yeah. one of my pictures he's part of your um, life He's part of my life, you, you know, like, I'm, I'm not, you know, I know some people are, you know, maybe only one single girlfriends or something like that. So I made it pretty clear that, like, I'm not single. Yeah. Um, But, like, if every picture is with you and your significant other, like, that's, like, cool, but I want more than just... Like, I want to be you to be your own human being as well that, like, I can relate to. And if, like... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I swipe left on people like that. Yeah. You're, like, you want some independence in people you're friends with. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no profiles. If all of the photos were, like, very clearly for the dating site... Of, yes. like, sexy <laughs> outfits, <laughs> like, yeah. weird angle selfies. I'm just like, a hard pass. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. There are a few other, like, recreational activities that people would put in that I don't participate in. So I would just, mm-hmm. again, if it's that big, like, I don't care if you do those things. Yeah. But if it's such a big part of your life that you're going to put it in your 300 character then we're probably not going to get along or we don't have enough in common yeah. to yeah to get along. Mm-hmm. Um so it took forever to get a match, I thought. <laughs> I thought it would happen like right away. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it took a day, <laughs> sure, for you. <laughs> um and I've been talking to that girl for a while. We actually haven't met up yet. I canceled on her because my life is crazy right now at work and we had lunch plans and it just wasn't oh yeah gonna happen and i need to reschedule with her but she's super nice and cool and we'll see what it's like when we meet up and then i met another girl um katie when i um it was like a very short conversation in bumble yeah so she we both swiped white right on each other. I like, I forget even some small talk thing that I brought up. I like to, to have the first conversation be about something in their profile. Mm-hmm. So like if it's sports, I'm like, Oh, what sport teams do you follow? Or yeah. something like that. Um, or like, what's your favorite lunch spot around where you work? Just things. Um, 
trying to be more creative than, hi, how are you? Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then she, like, almost immediately was like, hey, this might be weird, but do you want to meet up and go to Oktoberfest this weekend? (laughs) And I was like, I might as well just dive in. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) um, We met up for Oktoberfest, and it was super fun. And we have a second date planned for this Friday. <laughs> We're going to a Guilty Pleasures dance night where they'll play 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s music. Oh, my gosh. Um, that sounds amazing. So that should be fun. And we got along really well. She has two cats. Nice. I got to meet them because her apartment was around Oktoberfest, so we stopped in. Oh, fun. Um and we ended up hanging out the entire night. So we like only met up for Oktoberfest at like 1 p.m. And then I had John pick me up at like 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah. So that seems to have gone well. And it, yeah, we, it, we definitely clicked. We like the same junk food and nice. That's important. Does she know that you have a podcast? She does not know that I have a podcast. <laughs> I can see how important that is in your life. <laughs> That's for day two. People might get scared off because I'm so famous or something. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's true. I used to hear about it in random meetings all of the time. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so it's going well. There's a couple other people that I'm having conversations with. It's a little overwhelming right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I am so busy at work and like it is a lot of it is effort to like put yourself out there and like try to have conversations with strangers. Yeah. I will say that it is pretty clear from like the first beginning conversations of like whether or not you're going to meet up or click or whatever. Yeah. Um, Cause there's like a couple people that I've been talking to since the beginning that I have no interest on. In yeah. Meeting up with. I was trying to think of like how we became friends <laughs> because <laughs> I just feel, well, I will go through what has happened and I just feel like I'm horrible at making friends, but I'm like, but we didn't know each other. Like uh-uh. we were in meetings at work for a while. Yeah. And I remember we went to see Wild in the theaters, and I brought green bean snaps, and (laughs) you were still friends with me after that. (laughs) Was that one of our first dates? I don't know. I feel like it was, or if it was, like, early on, but we probably, like, got lunch a couple times, because that's a super easy thing when we both worked downtown. Yeah, did we? I don't remember. I have no idea. I, like, literally, it's as if we have always been like this. (laughs) No, I know. Like we it woke really up one day. Way. <laughs> this was <laughs> we us. were best friends. <laughs> um, I remember. I have a very distinct memory of um, going to a meeting um, on Colfax by the Irish Snug. Okay, and we were both early because we are always early, <laughs> and we were in the coffee shop. And I, I like knew you enough to like. I should have said hello, but I was really, I was like nervous because I'm an introvert and scared. But I think it was that meeting that something clicked that we both realized we were from the Midwest. Oh. Oh, wait. There was something that I. The one thing I do remember, 
and this has taken this podcast totally sideways. We'll get back in a second. The one thing I do remember was a meeting at your office, uh-huh. and I um, typed in my passcode to my phone, and you were uh-huh. sitting oh. next to me, and you were like, oh my god, you're totally from the Midwest. I think our passcodes are the same. <laughs> and I was just like, that was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> That's not a thing. Like, the Midwest doesn't all use the same four-digit passcode. <laughs> I don't remember um, that at all. I do. Like, that's the one thing, because I always meant to go and ask you, like, well, what is your passcode? Because I wanted to know if it was the same, but then I never asked you. And don't um, don't say it now. <laughs> don't say it on our no. podcast. Well, now it's, now it's six digits, so I just extended my repeating yeah. <laughs> digits. <laughs> Anyway, um, there was something that I for, I forget. There was some service that I was using that you were interested in. Um, oh. It wasn't Stitch Fix that came on later in our yeah. lives, but it, there was something that like I was using hmm. that you were thinking about using, and I remember talking about that as well. Yeah, um, but I don't remember like could have been like blue how we shared each other's numbers or like yeah how at all. Who knows? And then we started texting constantly yeah. and then we got a podcast and <laughs> and the rest has literally been recorded <laughs> um okay so to be clear no one that i've met on bumble has instantly become my best friend forever um i do like i said i felt like i was being pretty picky early on and like not in i felt like in ways where i was trying to be honest with myself like yeah. trying to be honest with what I like to do and how I live my life and how like I like what kind of friend I want, what I want to do with friends. Like I want to have people yeah. to, like go to a craft market with or like sometimes it's really hard to get me to go out and do anything. Like yeah, there are times when I cannot get out of like how introverted I am. And so I need someone who's going to like stay in and watch Twilight all over again. So I need someone (laughs) a who will stay in and watch Twilight, but also who will like suggest things that I maybe wouldn't. Yeah. Um, And so I, I don't know. I was trying to be honest with myself and like initially you get like a ton of people, like there were at least 30 women that I was like having to decide between. And I think I, I probably picked like anywhere from six to 10 originally um and i don't think i had a match until like maybe the third or fourth day of the week yeah um because i remember being like i totally wanted to quit after three days because something that bumble needs to work on (laughs) is that (laughs) after you've like swiped through everyone that they feel is currently a match for you it gives you a blank screen that says there are like no more options right now and then underneath that, it says, hey, invite your friends to Bumble. <laughs> so basically, for four days, on an app I was using to try to make friends, it was telling me to invite my friends so that I would have more people to, like, match with. <laughs> and I honestly feel like I need to write them a letter because that language needs to change because you're slowly <laughs> yes. killing people. <laughs> um i've had a few matches i have like four or five conversations kind of going but 
they're all either so similar to me that like no one is really advancing the conversation. Um, like a couple have really slowed down. Um, and a couple other ones, like I know one of the women's like, she works really late hours. She works at a hospital. And so it's not like I'm sitting there expecting like messages all of the time, you know, like I am at work not checking. And so I'll check at night and that kind of thing. So I haven't given up because I do feel like there always may be a chance that like we'll get there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's just, yeah, it's just been like a very weird experience. (laughs) Yeah. But I do the one really good thing I will say, I think it was um, three or four days into using it. uh, One of my girlfriends here that I've known forever and we're reconnecting now that I'm finally in the same city as her. Um, they had invited me out to go watch the debates and like kind of all day. And like, I know she's a little bit similar because we had, we had equally bailed on something earlier in the weekend. (laughs) Um, so like we just respect that about each other, but like it had been a really long day. I had to come home and work another like two hours once I got home from work And I was just like, I just don't know if I can go. Like, and Mike had worked all night, so he wasn't going to go out with us. And I just felt like bailing. Like, this is my MO. I'm like, I just can't do it. Like, I just don't know if I can go out and do it. Um, And then I like sat and thought about the fact that like, here I have like all weekend been trying to make friends and it like wasn't working. And I have a friend who is asking me to go out (laughs) and do something Um, and so I do think like it did, um, kind of nudge me to go. And I like, we had an awesome time. I met Lance Bass, like, yeah, seriously. Like it was Uh really fun. And I mean, like, yeah. So I think it just, I don't know. It's been helpful in different ways, but I don't have any instant BFFs yet. You might meet someone. I think I'm super awkward. I like, don't know how to talk. No, it is it is really awkward and I always feel like I have to be like thinking of a new exciting question and then like someone someone who I matched with like immediately messaged me this was a while ago and she was like what's the greatest adventure you've ever been on oh, and yeah. I'm like well shit <laughs> <laughs> like clearly anything I say is not going to be as cool as whatever you have to say if that's like how you're going to leave <laughs> yeah so I just I gave kind of like a bullcrap answer and she stopped talking to me so oh my gosh yeah I didn't I didn't try very hard with it either but yeah um I was actually surprised that she matched with me like based on her profile and my profile like I wouldn't like I feel like she might be one of those people that swipes on any right on everyone yeah um and goes from there yeah um like our our bios were not yeah which i like at all i think that's like just overall that's the hardest part for me is that you don't want to be like judging people unfairly yeah and like miss out on an opportunity to meet someone really cool who may be really different but that you really click with yeah but then there's those components of like you were saying if you feel so strongly that this is part of the 300 characters you get. Yeah. And I either hate that thing yeah. or just don't want to hear about it all the time or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, 
I think finding that balance is what feels just so awkward for me. Yeah. I would say with the person that you have been communicating the most with, that you should ask them. Oh, I see your face. I can see it. <laughs> I know what you're about to say. You Continue. Should ask them to coffee or lunch. I don't know how lunch is for your but or lunch yeah. or like, you know, maybe you could do maybe a happy hour or something. Just something small. Yeah. Um test the waters because you're going to know a lot better in person. Yeah. And you'll be able to read the situation better too. Like, is this just because we're both introverts and so it's hard for us to like spark up conversation or is it because we really don't have any chemistry, but there's like nothing to lose. Yeah. You're not trying to find your other half. You know, you're not trying to find your soulmate. What? Trying to find (laughs) who? You already have that. (laughs) I'm um, confused if you mean um, Mike or you. <laughs> well, when I first started talking, I met Mike. <laughs> but as I continued, uh, I met me. Yeah, I know. Well, all right. That has been our experience with Bubble BFF. I think we may both continue. And it's just an interesting, different option. So, yeah. If anyone has amazing stories or horror stories, please share them with us at any time. (laughs) Very interested. Yeah. And it is free for those that may want to try it. Even after hearing my stories, Polly has good results. Um, There's an option where you have to pay money, but you don't have to. So don't be fooled. Like I almost was. I was too. So yeah. They they will show you like a blurry picture of someone that has swiped right on you that you haven't swiped right on yet. And they're like, get your matches now. Yeah. No, you don't need to do that. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's that. TV. TV. While I'm not hanging out with friends, I'm watching TV. Yep. Go ahead. (laughs) Start with This Is Us. Okay. New Sobfest. Yes. This one's on NBC. NBC. Filling that parenthood void. It sure is. Sort of. It's, yeah, it's different, but similar kind of feelings. Um, It follows four different people um who are all in the first episode you're not sure how they're all related you know that um two of them are brother and sister but that's all you know mm-hmm. um you're not sure how the other two storylines fit in yeah follow that um and the one storyline is um uh man and a woman who are about to have triplets yes um and follows that story um on like day of the birth of the triplets yes um then three other people which when you think of it like that (laughs) it should be very clear (laughs) uh yeah yep um and there's an 
a man who is like a star actor on like this really cheesy sitcom show. There is a man who wealthy who goes looking for his biological father Mm -hmm. um, because he was left at a fire station when he was born. And then there's a woman um, who uh, that she's a fat woman who is weight and learn to love herself and all that. Yeah. Uh, And basically the twist at the end of the first episode is that the couple who is having triplets. Yes. Um, is actually taking place in the seventies. Yes. And the three other people that they're following are their grown up. Children. Yep. Um, the, the one um, man was who was left at the fire station was brought in the same day that the tri- the triplets were born, but unfortunately the third baby died, um, was stillborn. Um, so when they saw the baby that was brought in from the fire station, they were like, "This is meant to be." Yeah. Um, and so they adopted. I don't know if that's actually how that works, but <laughs> I would <laughs> imagine the there's some paperwork. <laughs> but in the seventies, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> So yeah, maybe maybe in the seventies there was some uh, questionable or or <laughs> yeah. easier adoption practices. Yes. Um, um. And then we get to episode two, and the couple that had the triplets are like super seventies. It's like the most seventies seventies couple imaginable. A little ridiculous because, um first episode like you couldn't really tell yeah minus the jean jacket yeah so there were some jean jackets what was funny so mandy moore who is um the mom on of the triplets from like that part of the storyline so apparently she's been around you know doing the talk shows and whatever and apparently when they were filming she instagrammed a photo of her and milo um Yes, Jess from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Woo! Um, she Instagrammed a photo of them in their, like, jean jackets and in her, like, crocheted sweater. And it said, like, um, vintage or hipster. Oh. And so they're, like, as they're going through on all the talk shows, there's kind of this, like, joke that she almost spoiled the twist. But obviously, yeah. like, the network never noticed or thought that it was fine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, That's the funny. one thing in the first episode that I didn't even think of the time period was because they had a Steelers terrible towel. And so in my head, I was just like, okay, obviously this happened like last week. Yeah. And then once the second episode and you like figure out the twist, I Googled the entire history of the Steelers' terrible towel. Yeah. Technically in the 70s. <laughs> yep. Well, and that's, that's when you tricky. brought that up, I was like, no, that's that doesn't matter because the terrible towel was the first towel to ever be introduced into sports. Yeah. Um, and that was done in the 70s. So it's actually so tricky. It's kind of funny that they included it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I. I would say, like, I am overall liking the show. Like, yes, I care about the characters. I think it's engaging. Um, Kate, who is the fat character storyline, 
Um, I think she's kind of the least developed and that's, I've read a couple articles and reviews about it. Um, but otherwise, I mean, I think pretty good. I obviously love Jess from Gilmore Girls and I like Mandy more. Um, Sterling Brown is Randall, um, the son that was left at the firehouse who was adopted. Um, and he, um, just came off of doing the OJ Simpson, so, I mean, like, yeah. he's a great actor. I'm excited to see him in something so quickly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, and we'll, we will talk about this in more depth, but in terms of, like, body positivity, um, which we talked a little bit about last episode, I'm going to do a deep dive here um, uh, in the next future. Yeah. Um, it's really great to see a fat character as a lead in a television show. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we have a fat character who hates herself and is obsessed with losing weight. Yeah. Um, and, you know, only thinks that she could be worthy. And maybe they'll take it in a different way and it'll be a little bit less about that. But, like, there's been so much talk about calorie counting and, like, you know, dieting and People laughing at them when they're out dancing. Yeah. Like, just... So, like, while it's really great to see fat lead characters and, like, people that look more, I mean, normal in general. Yeah. More like the greater population. um, I, I don't know if it's being done in the best ways yeah um yeah but we'll talk a lot more about all of that in a few yes i feel like i have a lot to learn about this so we're doing some some actual prep we'll talk about at the end here yes (laughs) (laughs) um but there is i will include in this uh this week's show notes there's um an article uh from salon.com that's talking about this issue and talking about the creator of the show and um their experience and like the inspiration for Kate's character and all of that. So there's a little bit more to it already being looked at and um, I'll include that article, but we'll get into it later. Otherwise I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Um, The other one that's a little bit lighter is the good place. Yes. Have you, you've been watching this? I have been watching it. It's a nice 30 minute enjoying Enjoy enjoying television show. Yeah. I think it's cute. This is the one. Okay. So um, this is uh, labeled as an American fantasy sitcom, but this is the one that stars uh, Kristen Bell and Ted Danson. And I was really excited. It's also on NBC. I was really excited for it because I love Kristen Bell. But then I, like, saw the previews and the trailers or whatever, and I just, like, didn't understand. Like, no part of me could come up with how this would work, that, like, she gets accidentally sent to a heaven-like place. And I was like, where is this going to go? That's no (laughs) storyline. That's obviously why I don't write for TV. (laughs) Um because she finds out that like she doesn't belong there and it's causing all kinds of havoc and then they're finding out that a couple more characters may not belong there um yeah and so it's just it's light and funny with i mean there's like big questions of ethics and morality but in an in pretty light a pretty light way 
Yeah. No, it's fun to watch and I enjoy it every week and it's quick. It's a nice 30 minute show. So, yeah. Um, forget like too heavy or ridiculous. Kristen Bell, I think, is just hysterical. Yeah. And Ted Danson is also really good in it. He is, um, he is fun good. to see him. <laughs> um, I will say one of the articles I read about this one in some of the reviews, uh, one theory is that so they call it the good place it's not heaven or hell it's just the good place and the bad place um one theory is that they're this whole group of people is actually in limbo and they're going to start finding out more and more that no one technically belongs and they all have secrets or questions that they're going to like work through together you know through the story um so we'll see if that if it plays out like that but yeah it's precious. <laughs> um, okay. Speaking of parenthood. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Did you see this? Uh, yeah. Carolyn texted us or commented. Oh, or yes. Something. It did come from Carolyn. I forget where she posted it. Um, that Christina Braverman... <laughs> Also know that's how she's known. As. Also known in real life as Monica Potter <laughs> um, <laughs> is debuting her own HG, HGTV show that is basically renovating the house that she grew up in, which is in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> Everything about this is of insane. Of course, she's from the Midwest. I want to go find her since the show is airing soon. I think next week. It seems like she's probably not still at her show or at her house because they would have already renovated it and she wouldn't still be there. But I want to go find yeah. it and be friends with her. Um, when is it? When does it debut? It debuts October 11th and it is called Welcome Back Potter. <laughs> oh. Yep. Yeah. We'll have to check it out. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be great. It's on HGTV. I mean, and basically, I'm just going to hope that she's exactly the same as Christina Braverman. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I need to go watch Parenthood again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds depressing, but great. <sighs> True. Um, okay. We should wrap up should we've been at this long enough people are sick of hearing about how great our friendship is it's true sorry it spiraled into that um but like we said uh either our next episode or the one after we are hoping to really dig into some body positive stories information right yep um I just feel like after our last episode and talking about it, I felt like I had a lot to learn that would be really helpful. And so we're just going to try to really dig in and do some do some of our research. Um, so if you have questions or like scenarios that come to mind or articles that you found, please share them with us and we will work on that. We can kind of create the episode together. With everyone. So you can send that stuff to us yes. at facebook.com slash likely story show 
or on Twitter, which you know we are on. And that is where Polly is Polly Ann K. Uh-huh. And I am at what at Shelby Elizabeth. Um, so that's kind of our plan for the next episode. Find us on social media and send us stuff. Or if you have had experiences with Bumble BFF, I expect to hear about it. If any of our listeners have used it and you aren't telling me, I am going to be very disappointed. Me too. Polly too. Yes. Okay. That's it. Thank you so much to our Patreon sponsors, Benji, Carolyn, and Joan. Um, You help us produce this super bizarre podcast about our friendship, basically, we've discovered today. (laughs) Um, And actually with Polly's new mic. This time. This time. (laughs) We've been teasing you guys for a while, and this should be the one. (laughs) Sure hope so. (laughs) We'll find out in a few minutes. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.